Let me start recording again. Okay. You know when you're recording? I am recording. Welcome back to Off the Clock, episode two. Today we're going to talk about job searching. So actually, about the the job searching part, um, we we may have very different ways of doing this. I feel like so. Do you want me to lead off first, or do you want to go to first? Go ahead and lead off. I'll fill in the gaps. Okay. So the first part that I'm going to talk about, I kind of already talked about this in the last episode, which is about resume building, which you can go listen to if you want, which is deciding before you start searching what actual like responsibilities or what kind of like challenges are you willing to take on. Um, so like, for example, if you're like kind of wanting to dip your toes into, I don't know, uh, maybe some kind of project involving go or something like specifically looking for job positions that say they're looking for somebody with go or type of projects that use go um, or if it maybe it's more general and you're looking for a particular type of role like uh like again like like a qa automation engineer or support engineer you can research what types of skills or responsibilities would be associated with that so you know what job positions actually look for no, I agree. I agree. And looking looking for a job can be a daunting task, right? Um, there's so much. There are so many people hiring right now, um, and there are a lot of open positions. You know, at any level, entry level, all the way up to you know director, C level sort of stuff. Um, so applying for the right kind of jobs is you know can be difficult. But if you're not applying for the right kind of jobs, you're not going to get those those second calls you're yeah. not going to pass those screening yeah. those screening calls you know and that's that's what it is that's that's just how our industry runs yeah for, for better and for worse <laughs> um so in terms of like where okay i, I know what i want to look for where do i look for it at um i personally because i have sw i've sworn off going to any job that requires me to go to an office ever again <laughs> um you know there's like your obvious places right there's there's indeed there's uh monster uh linkedin has their own job board i think stack overflow does too um but then there are also job boards that are specifically oriented towards remote jobs um there's just remote uh remote okay um, there's like, there's a couple one, there's like, I don't know, God, there's like half a dozen boards that are remote that have like the word remote in the fucking website name. It's probably not hard to find them. Um, special note. Again, I, I don't know if this is a hundred percent true, but I have heard this. If you are applying for a job on indeed specifically, usually when you click to apply for a job on indeed, it will sometimes prop up uh, like a couple of questions like, Oh, do you have X skill or X number of years with Y skill? Um, now the honest part of you may want to answer that truthfully. Um, if you don't actually have that many years of experience and say, no problem is don't do that. Cause if you do that, indeed will immediately filter your shit out and you'll never actually get in front of anybody. So, um, if you're like, if you're fairly confident that you could like do whatever the job is, just, just say yes. Right. Yeah. Right. Another thing I, I want to say too, 
um, and I didn't really think about this until the last time I had to find a job, was don't use a bunch of sources. Don't use, you know, Monster and LinkedIn and Indeed. Pick one or two because a lot of these positions are posted in different yeah, spots. That's true. And if you're working with somebody and um, you submit a, a a resume for the you know a job on on whatever on LinkedIn and you also do it on Indeed, um, you know people are less likely to work with you if because they they feel like you're soliciting yourself out there to anybody and whoever is going to take me is who I'm going to go for rather than you trying to look for the right fit for yourself. Oh, sure, yeah. there's times where you may need to you may need to do that because you do need a job. But if you're looking, if you're specifically looking um, for for a new position, just just trust the process. Use a source. Only work with one one recruit recruiter, maybe two, um, or else you know it's just it's just bad business. Yeah, I actually didn't think about that actually, because I, I, I'm I'm pretty sure I haven't accidentally done that before. But that that definitely could be something you do a lot, especially because I know a lot of these um, remote job board sites are just aggregates of other sites. So yeah, I could definitely see that ex you accidentally deleting that or being like, why did you apply from three different sites? <laughs> oh, I just really, I just really wanted the job. <laughs> yeah, and exactly, that's exactly what it looks like. It makes you come off looking thirsty as they yeah, say in true, the industry true. the thirst okay so here's another point that i wasn't sure if you agree with or not so um usually a lot of times when i see people give like advice about job hunting they'll say oh before you apply you know do research about the company no fuck that i don't do research on anybody until they like engage with me if I look at your job posting and I'm like, okay, this looks like an attractive thing, I'm just gonna apply. I personally never bother spending time researching a company unless they actually like respond back. Because at the end of the day, and this is just me, this 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 shit's a number game, a numbers game. I've I think like the 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 last time I was job hunting, I think I sent out over a hundred resumes. You know how many people actually sent me or, like any response at all? Ten. Right. <laughs> so, right. and out of those ten, again, only some of them actually wanted to do some kind of interview. The rest were, hey, we're sorry, this position is not available. Blah 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 blah. You know that that crap. So. I don't see the point in spending your time, your valuable time, doing research into somebody who's, at the end of the day, very likely to not even fucking give you any time at all. Right. Yeah. Put that time into making your resume and job search better. Yeah. You know, if you get that that call from from the recruiter, um, sure, learn a little bit about the company, and if you get moved on to that second call, dig in a little bit deeper. Yeah. Prepare prepare one or two questions about the company for an interview yeah. um that's really all i i really need as long as someone ha at least has one or two questions um and and one of them is about the company i feel like that they've done their research enough to know what the job's all about yeah it's kind of like you i don't spend more time on you until you start reciprocating if you you know you say hey i want to have a phone interview okay i'm going to do like a you know this this like a very service level what do they do? What's their, maybe like, what's their mission statement? What kind of products do they have? You know, like maybe like 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes worth of looking at them. 
Um, if they move past that to a technical interview, okay, now maybe I want to look a little more into like uh, what do they use, uh, where have they been, um, maybe they have some more stuff about their culture or whatever on there. You know, this is, again, if they reciprocate, then you can reciprocate back. Right. As yeah. their interest grows, so does yours. Yep. Yep. Uh, and like the reason I really want to hinge on that is, uh, and I'll probably bring this up a lot uh, into more depth later on, but like a lot of people have this tendency to like when they're trying to look for a job that they like put their employer up on some kind of pestle, like they're a higher being or something. And they have to like do all this extra shit without getting anything in return. Don't, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, red flags to watch out for. I didn't even put as many as I probably have. I just thought these were the big ones. <laughs> um, so number one, when you are reading over the like summary of the jobs responsibilities, uh, and I, I guess I could technically put this first and third, first and second one, or no, I guess it's first together. If uh, if it sounds like it sounds like it's two or three jobs in one. There's probably one of two or both problems there. One is they do basically want you to do two, three people's jobs at one. Uh, that's probably more likely than you I would like it to be. Um, and the other thing it can mean is they just don't actually have any fucking clue what they're even looking for. And they're just casting a wide net. Right. They're just yeah. looking to, to fill a spot with yeah. someone who could potentially do all of these things yeah. that... <laughs> that we need done and have no one to do yeah. right which this the the whole thing of like somebody having to do like two or three positions worth of responsibilities maybe this makes more sense if you look at them later and they're like a startup right because that's that's pretty common at a startup that people gotta wear multiple hats but if it's like a half decent sized company and they're trying to make you do like two or three jobs nah fuck that, that. you you should have a team or a separate person for that Right. And I, I mean, that's another fair point, right? When you're looking for a job, decide what kind of environment you want to work in. That's just true. Yeah. You, know, if you want a fast paced environment where you're going to be doing a ton of different shit all the time mm -hmm. and stuff, look for a startup or for a company that's growing. Yeah. But you know, if, if you want to, you know, sit back and work on your skills on your, on, you know, your technical skills, maybe joining a well-established company is, is better for you where they have, you know, some systems and ceremonies in place. What, um, what preference do you actually have about that? Me? Yeah. My preference is, um, I want to be fucking busy all the time. I <laughs> want to be so busy that I don't know what the fuck to do next. That's just how I operate the best. Right. So like startup and where we work right now is perfect for me. Mm. Um, it, and you know, I, I guess that I've just got accustomed to that way more in the last three years. So that that's me. How about you? Um, I don't know if I would be super crazy about joining like some place that's insanely fast paced. Um, because my issue with places like that, and I think the first place I worked at was kind of like this, is there's a tendency for that to spill over into your personal life way more than the more established place in terms of like, you know, whether we're just talking about like overtime or you just like actually having to do shit off your, like on your own time in order to 
like fulfill the responsibilities you're supposed to fulfill I mean, again if it's like a a bigger company this stuff doesn't tend to happen at least not the ones that i've worked at but like smaller companies uh that can happen a lot easier i've noticed yeah. yeah. Well, you know me too. I'm never, there's never too much on my plate. I'm always like, oh yeah, I'll take that. I'll mm-hmm. take that. We need someone to run this team. I'll do it. You know, that's just who I am. Mm-hmm. I, I like to, I like that. I like that environment. Um, and I'm a little bit in a, in a little bit different of a situation. I live alone. Um, I'm divorced. My kids are, are older. I have an 18 and a 16 year old. So me putting in those extra hours after work really isn't a big deal, especially with fucking remote work. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm available. I typically work 10 hour days. That's just because I'm at home because I can roll out of bed, turn on my laptop, and I don't have to worry about a 45 minute commute to and from work. Um, so, you know, responsibilities. Yeah, I'll take them. But I, I definitely see where you're coming from, Donald, because not everybody has that. Not everybody wants to spend 10 hours a day at work when they only want to, you know, when they're only expected to work eight hours in a day. Yeah. You know? It all depends on what you're looking for. And you have to be looking for the right kind of position. Because if you don't want to do that, like Donald said, the startup is probably not going to be the place for you. Yeah. Um, so here's the next one is I prefer listings that actually have the salary expectation listed. I will still apply to those that don't. But if you don't, you better fucking expect I'm going to bring it up pretty early on. Because if what you're trying to get someone to hire this position for doesn't match up with what I'm looking to get paid to do, uh, there's no point continuing with this past any like initial interview. Yeah, and that's not a hard... I do want to know what it is. Um, and, And for me, it's not as important as what the position actually is Mm. obviously um i'm very comfortable where i'm at but if i were to start looking for a job it would have to be you know the financial aspect wouldn't even come into play for me to be Mm. honest with you it would be what is next for me in my career you know what what um what position could i come into that i would still be challenged you know, because I want to be challenged and I want to learn new things. So I, I guess it's all about what you're looking for, right? And, you know, it's hard to put a price tag on 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 pushing yourself out of your comfort zone and being ambitious and, and being driven to that next level. You know, money makes the world go round. But at the end of the day, if you can pay your bills and you can live comfortably, you know, um, being happy with what you do is worth its weight in gold to me. I Yeah, I, I agree that you should actually like like what you're doing or like the <clears throat> challenges that you're undertaking. Uh, but so I have I have a rule now that I, I, I implied or uh, enforced on myself from the last like one or two times I had a job, which is um, if I'm looking for another job, uh, my salary is not going backwards. Sorry, that's not happening anymore. <laughs> sure. I wouldn't go backwards. Yeah. No, I would not go backwards. Um, I'm not even sure I would make a lateral move, uh, depending on what it was and um, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I I think I'd be okay with lateral, depending on the position. If it was like a like like it would open a lot of doors, whether it be career wise or you know personal project or idea wise. 
But right. in general, if I'm looking for a position, uh, it's probably going to be at least some kind of a step up from where I am. No, I agree. I yeah. agree. And that's a fair statement. You know, I, I, I wouldn't, I probably would not regress unless I was like forced into something, yeah. right? You know, that's, no one wants to do that, obviously. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and for me, I, I think when you're, if you're looking for a new job because you actually want to move on, start looking at things that are going to be more challenging. Look at things that are outside of your comfort level. You know, if you're looking, you know, if you're one of those people that, you know, I just work, you know, my eight hours and I'm good at what I do and I'm fine with just doing this for the rest of my life. That's wonderful. Do that. But if you're hungry for more, don't look for a job that uh, your your current skill set will move you right into and you'll you'll be in your comfort zone. Don't do it. Yeah, you're not going to be satisfied. Um, look for something that's outside of your comfort zone that you can grow into and advanced from. Yeah. And a good example of this would be, um, when I, the last like internal lateral move I made at an employer, um, I technically was given two paths. I could either sort of stay on the, uh, the, the more like product engineer, software engineering related track that I'd been on before. And uh, maybe arguably probably would have been paid more. Maybe it depends. Um, or I could move into an entirely different area that I hadn't touched before, which was the automation stuff. And I was like, well, I'm probably not going to learn a whole lot if I take the software developer part. Cause I've, you know, I've already done this shit. I've already used this shit before been there, done that. This thing, there's more skills and more concepts that I would be poised to learn by having to do it. So you know, in that case, I was like, well, I maybe have a more lower salary ceiling for this, but there's more value for me here skill-wise. Right, yeah. right. And, you know, if you're working for the right person, getting your getting um, lined up financially is not going to be a problem. You know, um, working for the right folks and, and, and having the right leaders that, that put their folks first know where their where their most valuable folks need to be salary wise, you know, and anyone who is who is who is running a high high performance team has that stuff on their radar. So um, I, I think being able to put a lot of trust in, in into your leader is important too. Yeah, that's a different conversation, though. I feel like it is. Also, the I, I kind of also laugh a lot when you're like. Yeah, the, the companies that actually put their people first and care about them first. I was like, damn, that's a that's a big ask. Cause holy shit, most of them don't do that. I mean, and it's at the leader level, you know, every company wants that, but that's at the leader level. Yeah. Are you working for a manager or are you working for a leader? Because sure, they're yeah. they're different things, but right. that uh, a whole other ball of wax that we'll yeah. talk about in, in a future episode yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, and my last red flag. I might be nitpicking a bit on this one, but if I look at your posting and it's just not formatted very well, uh, it just has like a botch of like grammar, like spelling errors or the way that certain things are organized don't make sense to me. You don't, you're not setting a very high bar for me to expect much out of your company. So why the hell? Because if you didn't take the time to, you know, proofread or, or even have somebody who maybe is more familiar with the tech organize it in a way that makes more sense. Uh, why do I think that you're going to put any time into like what I'm doing? Exactly. Yeah. No, no, I agree. You know, um, 
especially like formatting things you got two different <laughs> two different sizes god my eyes yeah like you know what man this is a public facing fucking document that portrays what your company is right yeah. come on come on i actually there was um one of the last times i think i was talking to um a recruiter or not a recruiter yeah it was a recruiter um they, you know, they said, oh, here's some listings we have that might be interest to you. And I looked at one and I was like, did you all write this listing? Yes, we write this listing. Um, you have tools grouped that don't have anything to do with each other. <laughs> like, what was it? There was, um, damn, what was it? It was, it was something to do with some kind of automation stuff. And they had, what well, they had like Ansible which is used more for like, um, like uh, some kind of like not necessarily infrastructure, but like setup automation, like put together with I think it was like CI CD stuff like Codefresh and GitHub Actions. I was like, uh, these don't go together. <laughs> yeah, no, and that's a big thing, right? I mean, that's that's as important as your resume, right? You got to make sure that. You know, the dot, the job description is, is something that you can and are willing to do, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's every, the job description is as important to the, to the company as the resume is to the recruiter. Yeah. That, yeah. That's the guy. I like that being worded that way. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think so. Um, okay. So this is not my notes, by the way. I, I just thought this afterwards. Uh, so Everything that I we just talked about sort of covers the approach of you looking for a job. Now, there's kind of two other angles to play this. Uh, the other one being other people find you. So what do I mean by this? So there's also the strategy of you start putting yourself out there um, publicly. You know, whether it's you, even if it's something just as simple as you making a blog and writing blog posts about things that you know or kind of have your, you want to put your own two cents in, right? So an example of this would be on my personal site, I have a blog which basically has a series of posts that are just small little, this is how you do this thing and this with this tool. Like there's a bunch of things about like doing things in MongoDB, for example. Um, what may happen at some point as somebody may come across this or a YouTube channel or anything you've put out there publicly and go, Hmm, you know, this person seems like they would be a good fit for a position that we have for a certain role. So in you creating this content, you've inadvertently sort of created a job for yourself. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I'm not going to lie. That's how I ended up here where, where we're at, Donald. Um, they reached out to me via LinkedIn and, you know, I went on with the interview process. Um, and I think that's a, a something that's a very viable option nowadays, um, especially with all the recruitment we've been doing. It's trying to find good folks is a hard thing to do, yeah. especially um, in today's job market. I actually, it's a buyer's market right now. You know, you, you, the, the salaries, especially in the tech industry are, are inflating. They're getting bigger and bigger, you know, even in the um, smaller, you know, salary demographics, you know, where they, they're typically lower. Um, those are going up as well. So I, I, I think that um, 
you know, being able to have that conversation, the right conversation with the right person is very important. For me, a recruiter who's recruiting for someone, no, that 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 is not a good conversation because they're reaching out to whoever they yeah. can yeah. trying to fill a spot. But if someone at a company says, hey, I think that you'd be a really, really great fit for this position, I think you owe them a conversation. Yeah. You know, you need to entertain the conversation, at least see what it's all about. Yeah. You know, you'll have a, you might even have a chance to learn something about yourself that you didn't like, oh man, I guess that I am good at this skill. Mm -hmm. You know, I've been working on it and look, all my, all my hard efforts are paying off. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. I think it's a very, very valuable, at least for like a, a self-evaluation tool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I actually didn't know that you got hired that way. Yeah, no, I did. The, uh, Ethan, who's no longer with us, the recruiter, uh, you know, he reached out to me like two days before Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. They had an offer letter, right? They had an offer letter that was typed up and he was getting ready to send out. And he found me on LinkedIn. And he was like, hold on a second. I got to see if this guy will talk to me before I send nice. and then My first day I come in and, uh, you know, our senior guy there, our most senior developer, um, Mark, says, who the fuck are you? You're not the I talked to and I was like I'm the new QA dude you know? <laughs> so yeah um it was it was awesome and it's been a great experience you know it's been the best professional experience of my entire career and I've been doing this for you know uh just over 13 years now mm -hmm. so you know the last three years I have learned and grown so much you know that I never even thought that I could you know make it to the point where I'm at let alone doing the things that we do on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. And uh, an advantage of this that maybe you can, since you've actually had this happen, you can qualify whether this is correct or not, is I think if you enter into a negotiation where things played out this way, rather than you, know, you went looking for them, you're probably in a stronger position to negotiate than you would otherwise. Yeah, yeah, and I mean it depends on on what the situation is. Yeah. Obviously, if this is a startup, your your, your yeah. negotiation, you, you, your room for negotiation is not as high as if right. it were to be, you know, like a tech giant or something. Of course, but yeah, yeah I'm definitely with you. Yeah, you definitely have the upper hand if if people are coming to you and yeah. looking for for you know they they came and sought you and thought that they'd be a good fit. So mm -hmm. yeah, I definitely think that that's true. Uh, then the third thing. Um, which maybe this is this is kind of maybe even a little bit more off, but I still think it's a valid approach. Is um, and this is technically something you can do like while you're actually working, which is you start to make your own job, right? You whether it's maybe one of these small little endeavors, you know, whether it be YouTube or whatever. Maybe you just get bored one day and make a dumb little SaaS product that all of a sudden blows up. Uh, like, well, congratulations, you've made your own job at that point. Uh, these are some things that probably take a lot. That obviously, this probably takes a lot more time to you know, become something that you could like sustain yourself solely off of. But I also think that's also a perfectly viable strategy, especially a perfectly viable um, exit strategy. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. And it's, it's definitely on my roadmap, right? Um, I, I got a couple years of hard work ahead of me still. 
Um, but you know, at the end of this hard work, I would really love to give myself a, a supplemental income of creating content, doing podcasts, streaming, doing whatever things on the internet that I enjoy doing, because this is what I love. This is, these are the things that I enjoy doing. Um, not that I don't enjoy my job and I love our team, but, um, you know, I, I think that it's good to have two sets of goals, your professional and your personal goals. And if those can merge where your personal now becomes your professional goal, I mean, even better, right? Yeah. So goals, it's all about goals and being able to set goals that you can achieve yourself and go from there. Um, that's all I had. Do you have any tidbits of information you'd like to share or any contrarian points that I had to what I had? No. Um, I would just say whatever you're looking for, give it your all. You know, if you're looking for a new position, a new career to start your own thing, whatever it is, go in with a plan and give it your all and failure is okay. That's the only way you learn. Yep. And also don't, don't, Again, like I said before, this this shit, as far as I'm concerned, is a numbers game at this point. Um, if you don't hear back from somebody, whatever, just move on. Right. <laughs> don't put your eggs in any basket until you have a signed offer letter. Yep, yep, yep. End of story. End of story. Until you have that offer letter saying, hey, this is when we want you to start, and this is how much we're paying you, don't put any eggs in any baskets. Keep Keep grinding. I don't know if I even put my eggs in the basket after the after the signing a letter because <laughs> they could go under the day after you sign the letters. <laughs> Always plan for the worst. Yes. Always expect and plan for the worst, right? Yes. Then you're not let down. Yep. Well, thank you for tuning in to episode two of Off the Clock, where we talked about the job search. Uh, next episode, we're going to be talking about the interviewing process, what we look for in the interviewing process. So that will come out in a couple weeks. If y'all would like to continue the discussion, if you have suggestions or if you just want to come hang out, if you look in the description, there should be a link that you can come join our Discord server. Be sure to pop in there. Uh, this is Donald Fury. Uh, you can find me at donaldfury.xyz. It's my blog, personal website. You can also find me on YouTube, uh, same name, where I make most of the tutorial videos about programming. Excellent. And I'm Brunley. You can find me at uh, brunley.com or my uh, YouTube or Twitter under the same name, and that's B-R-U-N-L-E-Y-Y dot com. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We'll see you in a couple weeks for talking about that interview process. Take it easy. Y'all come on back now. We'll see you next time.